Hello, everyone. Welcome to Screen Scream on Viola. In today's episode, we're going to talk about movies that are related to game life. You may wonder what it means. It might be movies that are related to games or movies that are related to having fun in your life.、And、the first new movie we're going to talk about today is one that I've been looking forward to for a long time, and I watched it yesterday. So without further ado, let's check out what it is. Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. A charming thief and a band of unlikely adventurers embark on an epic quest to retrieve a lost relic. But things go dangerously awry when they run afoul of the wrong people. The first new movie we're going to talk about today is Dungeons and Dragons. I've been looking forward to it because I watch almost all the movies by Chris Pine, but also because I've been wanting to play D and D for a long time. Yes, D and D, the shorter form of Dungeons and Dragons. The movie itself is adapted from the classic board game of the same name. I consider myself a board game addict. Me and my friends usually play heavy strategic games, so I guess I can call myself an addict. So I really want to play D and D, although I haven't. One of my professors at Department of English said that he will lead a group, so maybe I will be able to play it very soon. And that's the most special part about this movie that it's adapted from a classic board game. After D and D became very popular, it launched comics, video games, card games, and novels. And this time, it's made into a movie. The writers of the movie created the script for Spider-Man: Homecoming before. It was very touching and funny, and how the plot was smooth and tight-knotted attracted the producer of this movie, Jerry Latchem. He decided to bring the broad and fantastic worldview of D and D to the big screen with these two writers. And just like most successful superhero movies, characters that are too super. Wouldn't be so attractive. It's actually those losers who become heroes that are the audience favorite. Therefore, perfect heroes are never the formula of success. Imperfect characters with flaws in their personalities actually make the adventurous story even more attractive. And besides the basic settings of the characters themselves, the crew tried to make the characters as more diversified as possible, including their races and their social status. Even audience who hasn't played D and D before wouldn't be confused by unfamiliar jargons. And I have to say, after watching it, I really like it. Time to move on to the second new movie we're going to talk about today. Soulmate. Soulmate is a coming-of-age story where two friends first meet at 13 years old and spend the course of 14 years remaining close and sharing experiences in both friendship and romance. 다네가해준그말 때문이었어. 
The second new movie we're going to talk about today is a Korean movie. It's going to be released in Taiwan this weekend. But I think if you're in North America, you won't be able to watch it at the theaters. Maybe you'll have to wait until it's on any streaming services. Before we start talking about any information related to this movie. I'd like to say that after listening to the introduction, I have a feeling that this story is about how these two good friends fall in love with the same boy because it says they share both friendship and romance. Well, it's either they fall in love with the same boy or they fall in love with each other. That's my guess. The movie starts by Kim Tami, Chong Somi, and. Okay, there's an actor in the main cast, so I guess the story is about how they fall in love with the same boy. Basically, the movie is about this friendship story between these two girls. In 2004, they had their first love, and at the time, they said to each other, "If you have somebody you love, you need to take up your courage and tell that person." And in 2014, they follow each other's traces. I don't really know what that means. Maybe it means that they're no longer good friends anymore, but they still care about each other. So at the time, both of them feel that the person whom they miss the most is each other. In the movie, painting is the medium between these two girls, and the actresses also learned. Something about art for this work. Kim Tami said that this is the very first time she learned how to use pencil and how to paint. And actually, these two characters paint in different ways. So the actresses try to demonstrate how their painting styles are different. As for Chong Somi, she said that she put a lot of effort on the basics, even though she still can't paint completely. But she will focus on the gestures and how her hands look like, and they both demonstrate the characters' personalities through the painting styles. So I think if you like Korean movies. Or you just want to watch a movie that's related to art and painting? Maybe Soulmate is the right choice for you this weekend. Now, before we move on to Top Double O Seven, let's review what we had from last week first. Remember, all the movies last week were crammed into Top Three to Top One. There were three Top Threes: Sixty Five, Cocaine Bear, and Marry My Dead Body. There were two Top Twos. Creed Three and Shazam: Fury of the Gods. As for top one, there were Scream Six and Suzume. Let's listen to what we have from top seven to top four first. Top five, sixty-five. Send help. Top four, Creed Three. You'll remember me, huh? Marry my dead body. Okay, 
okay, there are only three movies from top seven to top four this week, which means top three to top one is a little bit crowded. And all the movies here are not new faces. So let's just go through all of them and talk a little bit about each of them. Five, sixty-five. The poster, the trailer might seem very scary. Seems like it's a horror, but actually it's a sci-fi, and it's starred by Adam Trevor. I'm not a fan of Adam Trevor personally. I don't think he looks charming, but he did play a lot of good movies. But apparently, sixty-five isn't critically acclaimed. Top four, Creed three. It's starred by Michael B. Jordan. Unlike Adam Driver, I personally think Michael B. Jordan is very handsome. This is his third time being the protagonist in the Creed series, and this is his first time directing a movie. Although Creed three hasn't got a lot of box office in Taiwan, I think it. Did a pretty good job in North America, so I guess that's a pretty good news for Michael B. Jordan. Last but not least, Marry My Dead Body. We've talked about this movie for several weeks by now. It's a Taiwanese movie and it's a comedy. It talks about the interesting and funny interaction between a dead gay and a guy who has homophobia. It has been pretty popular in Taiwan so far. And since it's only first third of 2023, I expect that there will be a lot of great Taiwanese movies this year, and it's something good to look forward to, especially because it's going to be the Golden Horse Fantastic Film Festival in April. Now let's move on to top three to top one. Top three, Screen Six. Top two, John Wick, Chapter Four. I don't sit at the table. Your family does. Please pray for me. Top one, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Now everyone's kind of like doing their own thing, and I'm the only one trying to keep it together. Yes, it's a little bit crowded. But there's no new face on the chart this week. Well, John Wick Chapter Four counts, but I introduced it last week as the newly released movie. But today, I'd like to talk about Shazam: Fury of the Gods once again. As the sequel, the emotions of the characters are much deeper. It not only continues the relaxed, funny vibe of the first episode. The director wants to make the inner world of the characters deeper. Aside from those stupid teenager jokes, there are more dark and mature elements from the adult world. This episode, in the end of the first episode, all the kids finally knew that Billy could become a superhero, and that's when they got their powers. Therefore, the audience didn't get to see how they demonstrate their teamwork until this episode, and we can also see in the movie that why sometimes the family function isn't working perfectly. And since the antagonists this episode are related to Greek mythology, 
it's really normal to put some Greek monsters, or I should say, creatures, into the movie. We see dragon, and the dragon in Shazam: Fury of the Gods is a wood dragon from the forest, representing the life of wood. Besides the dragon, there's the cyclops, minotaurus, and manicor. According to the crew, instead of designing the antagonist in the movie from the original comic, they explored the Greek mythology and redesigned the creatures in the movie, hoping to create some different visual effects from other media works. As an English major, I have to say that even though I couldn't name the creatures, but when I saw them on the big screen, I felt very familiar. I recognized them. If I remember it correctly, I think those creatures are from Odyssey. Yeah, I think that's right. If I actually paid attention in my Western literature class. I know it sounds like I like Shazam very much, but you know I didn't write a review after watching it because I think it's just a movie that you can enjoy your afternoon, but it's not a movie that will surprise you, especially when the first one was critically acclaimed, highly critically acclaimed. Although I haven't watched it. But I would say, if you are a DC fan, maybe you would still want to watch it. And that's all the time we have for today. Hope you like the show. Remember to tune in same time next week at Screen Screen. I'm Viola. See you next week.